0: to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with Jesus and to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me today. I am so, so grateful that you are here. Happy Friday and Merry Christmas. Welcome to Unedited. I'm so excited that you're here. I hope you're having a beautiful day and just basking in the truth of the Christmas story. What an incredible story. What a beautiful truth that is wrapped up in the things that we can take so lightly at this time of year. Today, I'm going to share an unedited journal entry called It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. But before I do, I want to give um, one announcement and then a little reminder. First of all, I want to say that either later today or within the next couple of days, I'm going to press publish on a second book called Overflow, The Fine Art of Cultivating Joy and Sorrow. I am so excited to be able to share this message um, It is all over in the word of God as I've spent time working on this project since May of this year. It has really shocked me how many times the Bible conveys that we can have joy in the middle of sorrow. And I really believe as we get closer and closer to the end times, the pressure is going to ramp up. Jesus promised us tribulation. Um, It says, in in Acts, you must through much tribulation enter the kingdom of God. Jesus said, in this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Um, It tells us that we're going to suffer persecution. Those who live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But we can have joy in the middle of all of that. And there is going to be a victorious church that is going to rise above any sort of sorrow, challenge, difficulty that may unfold ahead of us. And so very excited to be able to share this message. And I'm also excited just to be done working on it. It has been a labor of love. Countless hours poured into this project, and I'm excited to be able to share it finally. So stay tuned for more details on that in the coming days. Secondly, I just want to remind each of us to be looking for those around us who may be facing challenges or loneliness at this time of year. It's so easy to um, just get wrapped up in the busyness of of the holiday season and forget that there are people who are alone or struggling in some way. And so I'm just reminding myself and allowing you to listen in to uh, just take time to notice those who are hurting or broken this year. Today I'm going to share an unedited journal entry called It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. This is a little thought that's just been encouraging to me and I pray that it will be an encouragement to you as well. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year until it isn't. Recently I was talking to someone and they said, I always thought Christmas was my favorite time of year, but it really isn't. The Christmas season is wonderful until it's not. Until it reminds you that your finances are already strained. Until it jabs at and intensifies the loneliness in your heart. Until it reminds you that you're single and there's no one to be under the mistletoe with. Until it reminds you that your nest is empty or someone you used to celebrate with is no longer there. Christmas has a way of pointing out the empty chairs and the empty places in our hearts and homes. Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year until the nostalgia and traditions of bygone eras highlight the pain of your life. If you have a healthy nuclear family with kids at home, the ideals painted by Christmas songs are truer than true. Painted candy canes on the trees, silver bells in the city, deck the halls with boughs of holly tis the season to be jolly a pair of hop-along boots and a pistol that shoots is the hope of barney and ben over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go but for many others who are divorced grieving single lonely widowed incarcerated or facing challenges of myriad types the holiday season amplifies the pressure and pain of the other 11 months. For myself personally, I feel this is because Christmas songs and not Christmas carols have set the standard of Christmas. Jingle bells and dashing through the snow somehow wrote an unattainable script, instead of joy to the world, our Lord is come, with all the truth of those few simple lines. No matter what the sugar-coated, Americanized version of Christmas tells me I don't have, the truth of the Christmas story overrides and trumps. The truth is that no matter where life finds me, it is the most wonderful time of the year if I'm truly celebrating and magnifying the one who was promised to be wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. When I step back from the tinsel and sleigh rides and refocus my gaze on a crude manger in a Bethlehem stable, I'm brought to wonder. When I stop listening for silver bells and jingle bells, I can hear the sound of an angel voice whose proclamation split the heavens unexpectedly one night 2,000 years ago. The words spoken inject hope into any reality. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. When these words are in the forefront of my mind, I can recall that God came to save his people from their sins. And though I little deserve a Savior, I will stop and say I don't deserve a Savior. He has saved me. The beauty of the simple gospel stuns me when I choose to recall this reality of the Christmas story. Not only did the angel declare a Savior, but he was joined by the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So even if troubles are not out of sight, and there's not a tree in the Grand Hotel, it is still the most wonderful time of the year. Emmanuel still came to be God with us. There was still a night divine, O oh night, when Christ was born. The angels still brought good tidings of great joy, which are still for all people. Joy that transcends circumstance, joy that strengthens in adversity and hardship, joy because God came down to do for us what we could not do for ourselves truly no matter where life finds us and no matter what the soundtrack of sorrow may be playing it is the most wonderful time of the year with the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer and because the angels sang joy to the world it is the most wonderful time of the year. So again, just a little thought that's been an encouragement to me. So important that we have the right lens, the right paradigm to see Christmas through. We cannot allow American tradition to override the truth of scripture and God's word that God came to be our Savior, to save his people from their sins. What a gift. I have so much to be thankful for, so much to be joyful about in a season of hope because of Jesus. And so today, I wish you a very Merry Christmas weekend, a very Merry Christmas And I hope that you'll look around you and see someone that maybe you could minister to or bless financially or in some other way or include at your holiday table. A very, very, very Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for joining me for this journey. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you'd like to download a typed or a handwritten transcript of today's entry, you can visit MegUnEdited.com. For now, go grab your journal and your Bible. I so look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited, this is for you. Happy Friday.